I uh, was listening to Matt and Sapria uh, when I woke up, and they were talking about this story out of Jasper. Out, uh, I think it's Jasper's in Alberta. Yes, if indeed. My yeah. geography uh, serves me well, which I guess it does, based on your yes, indeedy. Uh, the Jasper RCMP have charged a man with assault and uttering a threat following an online bullying incident involving his elementary schooled daughter. This is such a sad story. So um, basically, Chris BB or B-Bay, I think it's BB or b Chris, let's just call him Chris for the sake of the story because that's his name, um, said his little girl had been harassed by uh, other kids for years and she was, I guess he, it reached a peak when he heard that she had been incited to kill herself by other kids online. And he complained to the school, as you do, you want to deal with it properly, you go through all the chains of command. He dealt with the school, but he felt that his daughter wasn't getting any, getting any help. So um, here is, uh, in his own language, uh, how he was feeling and what was going on. Here's Chris. I'm not going to sit idly by. Will people freely think that they can tell my daughter to commit suicide? Um, you know, I'm a retired EMS, frontline EMS worker. Um, I have seen firsthand what happens with bullying and in bullying-related situations. I have seen the effects of that on families, children. So I guess he was outside his uh, in his, outside an arena in his car, and he sees a couple of the kids and he thought you know what I'm going to go over there I'm going to have a conversation with one of the kids and this is how he explains things went down we weren't alone there was other people in there I had him standing in front of me and just asked him if he thought it was funny to you know tell people to kill themselves and tell a little girl to kill herself and asked him if he thought that it was funny to tell her to perform sexual acts on you know other people and say the things that he was saying about her family and then at the end i kind of you know grabbed the collar of his jacket and was just like you know don't make me come back here yeah anyone who's a gen xer or a baby boomer goes yeah okay and so what's the problem there you grab the kid's jacket in fact he said he put his arm around the kid and he said oh you're the other kid i wanted to talk to because he talked to, to two kids and he walked him through the door into another room so that they weren't alone on purpose and other people were there and then he you know went through his little spiel and ended it you know by grabbing him by the scruff of the jacket collar and saying you know don't make me come back here it seems reasonable i think for most of us that would that this would go down if you did something when you look back into your childhood and if you did something as horrible as telling another kid to go kill themselves you would expect that the wrath of the neighborhood would come down on you. And a lot harder than that. You um, probably how- already would have heard it from your school and then through your school to your parents. And by this time, that you probably would have already gotten an ear for it earful about it. Oh, my God. You would be freaked out that your parents were going to find out about it because they're going to murder you when you get home, as we used to say when we were kids, which, you know, you can't say anymore because, you know, people worry that that's actually going to happen. Figure of speech. But um, this man, Chris, was arrested on March the 4th, he said he's going to fight the charges. The charges are um, assault. And, you know, I had this conversation upstairs with our executive producer, Jason, who um, was saying, oh, assault, that's ridiculous. No, the charge seems ridiculous, but it is assault. You can't touch somebody. You can't do that. In our day and age, you can't do that. Should you be able to do that? If it was my kid, bullying, yeah. I would be all for Chris doing that. If I had no idea 
and or and I did have an idea and the kid was still doing it despite all of my efforts. Yes, I want you to frighten my kid because I want them to stop. I need something to turn this kid around. Uh, here's what Chris says about the charges. I'm approaching the charges, you know, basically as they come. Like I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm going to fight them. You know, I went. At what point can you stand up for your child? Yeah, and protect your child. Right. At one point. At what point can you stand up and protect your child? Now he didn't hurt the kid. He frightened the kid. He made the kid nervous. There were threats uttered. Don't make me come back here. He didn't say what he was going to do. Uh, The other kid, by the way, and this is what I would have done if it was my child bullying and I found out about this. The one boy, because he did this to two boys, one of the boy's family came to his home later that day and apologized. I guess they brought their son and said, "Okay, hey, there are consequences to your action. You're going to have to do something about it here. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody wants their kid to be the bully. But the reality is somebody listening right now, bullying happens every day. Your kid might be bullying. It's uh, somebody's kid is bullying. Well, exactly, because, you know, it's. Uh, I listen to calls on these topics, and you always hear people, and it sounds like everyone's kid is the victim. And you We know, hear that a lot. Every, every kid— And people say, I'll tell your kid to toughen up. Well, every True. kid can't be the victim, right? There's got to be some kids who are actually doing the bullying in this situation. Yeah, there, I was reading this um, article by a child psychologist uh, who said that 90, 99% of parents, they're, um, when they find out their kid's bullying, the first thing they say is, no way, not my kid, and they get defensive. Exactly. But the reality is, they said there's a couple of reasons why kids bully. One reason is when popular and powerful children use bullying to maintain their power and popularity. That never really worked. I always found the kids um, that were popular in my school when I was growing up were the nice kids. They really mm-hmm. were. They were sporty. They were nice. They, they weren't They were despicable. probably sort of above the fold, not involved in the bullying and not being bullied themselves. I don't remember a lot of bullying in school because you know why? Because the parents would do precisely what this Chris guy did and they'd get away with it. And the other parents would say, yeah, thank you. Thanks for helping me raise my kid. My kid is driving me crazy. The other reason is uh, when children who experience a sense of deprivation feel entitled to bully other kids. That is, I've been dealt a bad hand, so the rules don't apply to me, or I've been picked on, so I'm going to go after them before they get me. And so what they say is, you know, if you have a child that's bullying, help your child understand that she or he are accountable for their actions, outline and follow through the consequences for bullying behavior. Write them out, review them once a week, enforce them. I think it's your job now, you found out your kid is a bully, to actually deal with it. So what I want to do is I want to open up the phone lines now. I want to hear from you if you found out your kid was bullying. I'm not judging you as a parent because, it, you know, there are several we- reasons why your kid could become a bully. But how you dealt with it, because if this was if this was one of my kids, there's no way this man would have been charged. If this was my kid, I would have marched them over to the house. They would have apologized to the family. They would have apologized uh, to the daughter. And then... I probably would have called a kid's helpline and said, do you have any voluntary voluntary positions where I can just get my kid in there and they're just listening? They're just observing someone with compassion and empathy, helping out other people that are bullied. And, you know, maybe they can get you coffee or something. Certainly I wouldn't put my kid on the phone. Good God. But my point is, I, I think you have to do something about your kid. So I want to talk about, you know, when you find out your kid's a bully, like, how do you feel? What do you do? Because, I mean, it's awful this man's been charged. The reality is you can't grab someone else's kids, not in this day and age. But, you know, back in the day, I think that worked. And we were terrified. You know, who's looking at us in the neighborhood and how are we, uh, you know, dealing with it?
you know, what's going to happen? Who's reporting back to our parents? So 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell phone. I want to open up the phone lines to you. I know uh, Jason just emailed and, you know, said that it's time that a politician in this country should step forward and say this shouldn't be considered assault. Mm, I don't know. There's such a fine line, though, when you're talking about uh, putting your hands on a kid. And I get it. Uh, It's up to the parents, I think, not to charge this guy and to realize where he's coming from. Can you imagine Someone's telling your kid to kill themselves online. Those kids, you need to teach those kids empathy ASAP because God knows what kind of adults they're going to turn into. Hey, Josh in Mississauga, welcome to the show. Hi there. Hi there. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I I, I don't have any kids, so I can't participate as a parent, but I have been a special needs worker for 10 years. Now I've moved on. I'm in another field, but I look after kids. And um, I've kind of always seen it as everyone has to take responsibility for the possibility of them being a bully at some point in their life. It's more of a situation you find yourself in than it is a, a role that you take on. So, I mean, if people were taught to say, hey, you know, sometimes the things you do will lead to uh, uh, will lead other people to feel like they're being bullied by you, mm. it's a different perspective rather than trying to pick out the kid, you know, the bad eggs or whatever it is that we that we think are the bullies, right? Yeah, but I mean, what would you do if you found out, Josh, hypothetically, the kid that you don't have, but say you had a kid, is bullying someone? I mean, you've worked in special needs. What would you do? Well, I mean, I've, I've, uh, I personally have been on both sides of the fence. I think I've done things that, that would be characterized as bullying accidentally, and I've done things that, uh, you know, have put me in situations where I've been bullied. And if my kid's getting bullied, I mean, yeah, you should be able to step in and protect yourself. You should be, and protect your child. I think that's totally fair. I know there was a conversation a few weeks ago uh, about uh, parents being able to lay their hands on their own children, too. I think there's a gray area here where, unfortunately, it, it comes down to the way parents are want to raise their children. And whether or not the law can define those finite details, I don't know if, if that's up to the law or if that's up to, you know, a different perspective. I, I'm not sure. Appreciate the call. You know, here's what I want to get to. I want to hear from someone that actually had to deal with their kid being a bully. You know, you can change your name. I mean, I really, I would love to know how you dealt with it. Or maybe you were a bully when you were a kid. Did you ever get in a situation where someone other than your parents took matters into their own hands and you were scared straight by an adult that wasn't your parent? Maybe that's a better way to handle this because then you don't feel like you're, you know, throwing your kid under the bus. 416-870-6400-640 on your cell phone. All I know is we all knew that all eyes were on us and uh, if our parents didn't call us on it, if they didn't hear about it first... You better believe a neighbor was going to call us on it. This sounds like something that happened when I was a kid, except the bullying wouldn't have been as extreme and it wouldn't have got to the level that someone's telling some kid to kill themselves because somebody's dad is going to come to the arena and give a talking to that kid. And I think, you know, this is just, what do you do? You're at the end of your rope. This, this, you know, guy just, he's went through all the proper, um, chains of command he's gone to the school it's still going on it hasn't stopped he's he figures i have to do something about it and i have to do it now andrea you're on talk radio am 640 hey kelly so have you had a situation where your kid was bullying i yes and i was telling chris yes i've had both actually and how did you Um, deal with that i i got together with the parents of the other child and and was the were the children involved yes the children were involved in the conversation Absolutely. How did that go? It went well. And Never the bullying had a problem after. Were the bullying stopped? Yep. Unless you have 
you know, a parent that don't care, um, that don't believe you, that kind of thing. But I, I was lucky I didn't have that. So your child, uh, you went to, the, did you do it on uh, neutral ground or did you go to the people's house that your kid was bullying? We actually went to the person's house. Wow, that's got to set, really, that is a huge consequence. Guess what? Oh. You did something wrong, now we're going to sit in it. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. Turn your daughter around or son around? Uh, Sure. <laughs> that doesn't sound very convincing. Wow, thanks for the call, Andrea. I appreciate the honesty. I'm approaching the charges, you know, basically as they come. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm going to fight them. You know, I went at what point can you stand up for your child and protect your child? That's a Jasper dad who is facing assault charges after grabbing a kid by the scruff of his jacket, his collar, and saying, look it. Don't make me come back here after he said, you know, do you think it's funny to tell people to kill themselves, uh, to tell a little girl to kill herself and other things? Uh, he basically confronted a couple of youths, uh, the two youths, in fact, at um, an arena that were in elementary school and they were bullying his daughter. And now he's charged. One of the boys' families came home later and said, hey, uh, you're going to this man's house and you're apologizing. And they brought their kid there. The other decided to charge him with assault. It's, and I wanted to talk to you about bullying because I thought this is interesting. Somebody's kid's a bully. I mean, it happens. It, it, it's not always a reflection on your parenting. And I want to know how you dealt with your bully. Josh, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So what's your story? Yeah, so about 10 years ago, my son was 13 years old. Um, had a bit of a history for about six months of being a bully in school. Um, didn't know what to do about it initially. Did some research. Um, the activities continued at school. So we tried all the superficial things to begin with, going to the school, talking to the principal, talking mm-hmm. to the teachers. Their hands are really tied on how to proceed with, with getting rid of these types of activities. So I took them out of school for a week. And during that week, um, we, first of all, visited the police station. Um, and I had forewarned the police station I was bringing my child in and that if they could be um, supportive in teaching him what this could lead to in terms of being a bully in school. And they were very cooperative. They... Uh, it wasn't exactly a scare tactic, but they were uh, they were pretty blunt on um, on telling him what kind of uh, what kind of life you're going to have if you keep treating people like this at an early age. Mm. Now he he didn't grasp it in the beginning, but as that week progressed, we also um, went to some day counseling uh, of bullying parents. Uh, that's right, I said bullying parents because I'm a root causes type of guy typically in life, and I can tell you that. The child doesn't learn this um, out of the blue, right? It's, it's, a, it's a culmination and a mixture of violent movies, video games, peers, and parental guidance. Um, as far as this gentleman who grabbed the other child, that in itself is a, an example, a prime example of bullying. Mm. And that's, that's not the right thing to do. I understand he's mad. I felt like doing that, but I didn't. Um, and just moving forward from after that week off, um, he, he sort of grasped it, and he did grow out of it. Nice. But I, re- I really believe that um, root causes, you know, we're looking to see how we can fix it when it happens, but we really need to dig down, shovel down, and get to the root causes of this because it's, it's inherent in the way the child is brought up, whether you want to believe it or not. I'm not asking parents to take blame for this. Well, there's just, a I'm bunch of things that are raising your kids these days, right? And you've right. pointed out a bunch of them. Yeah, but you know, up, but at the end of the day, it's up to you to be the parent. Yeah, take them out of school. Get them yeah. out of the. Get them out. 
Jerry, for a couple of days at least, uh, try to you know de-escalate everything. Don't make him, don't embarrass him or her if she's being a bully too. You know, don't embarrass them. Don't put them on the spot too much. Just scale down as slowly as you can, and keep reiterating that you just can't treat people like this. There's enough violence in the world, you know, and on TV and in video games. You don't need to portray this type of activity. So, Josh, your son is now 23. Better. Better. Awesome. Yeah, great, great gentleman. Yeah, in university, uh, doing good, mild-mannered, um, regrets what, you know, that stage of his life. Good stuff. And he's a great guy. Nice. Good to hear. Thanks so much for sharing that. Hey, Lawrence, welcome to the show. You've had a bully in your life. Yeah, actually, both sides of the coin. But mm. my, my youngest daughter was a bully on her dance team. Wow. And a group of them. Cause, and it kind of, they were younger. Mm. They, they, the team was from... I think it was down to eight to about 12. And what happened was um, the, the studio set up what they call like a higher end, a premium, or like they called it, started calling it like an elite team. Mm-hmm. And it was the girls, and it was, this is kind of the kids on the team that were getting to do solos and duets. And so it started off as a good thing, and they were all happy, and they're all teens. But then all of a sudden we noticed that she wasn't hanging out with one of her friends from the studio anymore. And we asked, and she said, and she said, well, she's not on the elite team. Mm. And so it kind of went from this good thing that the studio tried to do to this, to this kind of... They were segregating kids, and they didn't realize they were doing that. And they didn't do it. And then what happened was that it turned the girls turned it into a bad thing. Oh, you're not in the elite team. You need to work on this and so stuff like that. So how did you deal with it? Well, when we said it, it was kind of a coincidence. My, my wife was at the studio and the little girl that my, the little girl that my daughter was in particular shunning um it just kind of came up in conversation that they hadn't seen them in a while and so my wife said well i think this is what's going on when the other mother said i've been meaning to talk talk to you and i didn't know how so the parents got together and they talked about it we talked to the girls we went to the studio and we and just it was coming to the end of the year anyway so we asked the studio not to make this distinction if you want girls to dance solos and duets offer to them but don't make them this elite team. Mm-hmm. don't separate the teams kind of thing we already had rec, rec classes and the competition teams and the competition teams were the people who were willing to like go to the competitions and do that and they would find you a spot on the team if you're willing to make the commitment so it's did that work it did because we talked we it got rid of the the the, the reason for it and then what happened was we all went and talked to the girls. And in our particular case, our daughter went and apologized to this, to this friend that she had. Nice. And now they're best friends. No, oh, good to hear. Out, the second girl, uh, as it turns out, she kind of, she wanted, was working really hard to become part of the elite team. Turns out she's now just as good as the rest of them. And a whole group of them actually got invited to the National Ballet for the summer. Mm, that's nice. Good, happy, happy story all around. So it was really yeah. about the parents starting to communicate with each other and having that dialogue. I love the story, Lawrence. I want to get to Dean because, Dean, I only have, I don't have a lot of time. But you found out your daughter was punching people very quickly. How did you deal with it? Well, I'm an older guy with a four-year-old daughter who started junior kindergarten this past fall. And uh, within two weeks, we get a phone call that she punched out two boys at school. So coming home from my 12-hour shift, and I, I hear one boy uh, was chasing her, and she told him to stop. So I asked her, you know, why did you punch him, though? Why, why did you punch the little boy? And she said he wasn't a little boy. He was a big boy, Daddy, because he was a year older. Um, and that was hard not to laugh, but I explained, you know, fine, you told him to stop. But when he didn't stop, you don't punch him. You go and talk to the teacher. The other little boy, I guess, getting in trouble for punching the big boy, 
she got frustrated later on in the day and tired and um, she, she felt bad for pushing a kid that was in her way and, and uh, so I was glad that she felt bad about the one I wasn't terribly upset that she stuck up for herself when the big kid was chasing her but in school she's not allowed to do that so we talked through both situations separately and we haven't had anything like that since but I'm not ruling it out. She's kind of a tough kid. Yeah, you know what is good is you had the dialogue early, though. Appreciate the call. It's 2.32. I want to get to trending topics with Chris Creston, but I appreciate all the calls.